Help and Hope for Exhausted Moms on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. We are excited that this week we will celebrate Mother's Day. Next Sunday will be a time when Christians and even unbelievers from all over the place are going to honor moms. And it is right, particularly as Christians, that we would honor moms because moms have a really hard job. I have often said that I think the hardest and the most important job there is on the planet is to be a good, godly, and devoted mom. If you talk to my wife, Lauren, and you say, what is the hardest part about your job? She'll say a couple of things, but one of the things that she would say is what she calls monkey work. Everything I do so much of the time gets undone. You clean the dishes, they have to be cleaned again. You make the bed, they have to be made again. You clean up a mess, another mess comes. Moms have hard work to do, not just because of the monkey work, but even just the hard work of communicating with a child that's still learning the English language, the hard work of nurturing a child's heart so they grow up in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. And doing that day in and day out can be exhausting for many women. And so we want to provide some help and some hope for those exhausted moms. And to help us this week, I invited as our guest, Becca Hanna. Becca is a counselor to women at the Grace Center for Biblical Counseling at the First Baptist Church of Jacksonville, Florida. She is also a member of ACBC, and she is is a mom to three beautiful little girls. We are glad you're here with us this week, Becca. And I want to ask you a couple of questions about this. For exhausted moms who are listening to us right now, what are some things that she can do practically to rest and get relief in the midst of a very hard job? To figure out what to do practically, the first thing we need to know is what Jesus Uh, thinks about exhausted moms. And one thing for me personally that is encouraging is to remember that Jesus knows what it feels like to be physically exhausted. Mm -hmm. I often think about Hebrews 4.15 when it says that in every respect, uh, Jesus understands. And that means that he understands every area of our personal life that we can feel the pull of temptation. Now, the difference between Jesus and myself is that he never gave in to those temptations. And then in Luke 8, we read about how uh, whole towns were gathering around Jesus to hear from him. Now, I don't know about other mothers, but for me, with small children, it often feels like I have small towns following me around wanting to know (laughs) what I'm going to say or to ask me for help to do things over and over and over again. Uh, While it feels like whole towns, Jesus really did have whole towns following him around uh, and wanting to hear from him all of the time. Later on in that chapter, in that same chapter, you read about Jesus falling asleep in the middle of a storm. Uh, He was exhausted. So this is practical wisdom because as much as we want physical rest and relief, it doesn't always come in the form that we want it to as mothers. And mothers can get easily discouraged by that. But what Jesus says is that when we have motherhood exhaustion, the relief 
comes from knowing him and being in relationship with him because his yoke is easy and the burden of the law no longer lies on us alone, but he helps us in the midst of our exhaustion. In light of that, it should lead mothers then to understand that because uh, we are exhausted, we need to do things like Jesus did, like taking a nap uh, in the middle of what can often feel like a storm or the times that we see in scripture where Jesus went off to be alone with the Father to seek time to pray and to be reminded of his trust in the Father. And mothers need to be cognizant to take that time uh, to take naps or to uh, get alone to be with the Lord, to ask for help when they need help so that it helps them feel rested as they continue on in the high calling of being a mother. Okay, so... If a mom is listening to you and she knows she needs to trust in Jesus Christ and look to him as her example, and she also, though, is feeling exhausted, she knows, hey, I need to get some rest, I need to trust the Lord, but how would she know when she's too busy? I mean, life is busy. Life is hard. There are some things that you just can't cut out. There are some things that won't go away. Kids get sick in the night. Messes have to be cleaned up. I mean, life goes on even when we're tired. And yet we can cross a line. And so how would a mom know when she's too busy? And if she's too busy, how could she know what kind of things she needs to cut out when you're looking at the front and it seems like everything is an emergency? So for me, there's a telltale sign that I always see that tells me I need to figure out if I'm too busy. And that telltale sign is if I am, uh, if it has become easy for me to sin against my children. Uh, Are there particular sinful responses to my kids that are becoming more frequent? So uh, if I am lashing out at them in a more frequent manner uh, than I would, I can look at my schedule and figure out probably too busy. So one question I ask myself is, is it easier for me to sin because of my exhaustion? And uh, we know that exhaustion is not the cause of our sin, but it certainly makes us weak and we're more susceptible to sin. And this is why being a parent is so sanctifying, not because it makes us sin, but because it reveals how much uh, we really need help. So if we are sinning more uh, or more frequently we can articulate this as being stressed out, then there's a good chance that the mom is too busy. And there are a couple of ways to figure out uh, what needs to go from the schedule. And maybe these are things that need to go for a season of time, or maybe these are things that need to go forever. But the first thing to figure out what to go uh, would be to remember uh, what our goal is. So of course, for every Christian, 2 Corinthians 5 is true, and that our main goal, overarching goal, is to please Christ. And if our goal is to please Christ as a mom along with our husband's help, uh, we need to evaluate uh, what a mom is putting on herself and really why she is putting it on herself to get done and if it pleases Christ. So for instance, are there things on her to-do list that the mom thinks is helping her husband, but really he doesn't think that they are? Or are there activities that the children are involved in that aren't true requirements for them even to please Christ? So if there are things a mom is doing that she does not want to cut out then after she has consulted with her husband and thought about what's pleasing Christ, 
Christ or not pleasing Christ. Uh, She needs to discern why she doesn't want to cut them out. So does the mom feel like it adds value to her as a mother or to her child's well-being um, if she's not willing to cut those things out? So there are three different things going on there. One, it's what's pleasing Christ, which is 2 Corinthians 5. Uh, Two, what are her husband's preferences, uh, which is Philippians 2 and a couple of other different scriptures. And three, if she's not willing to change those things, then she has to ask what's the motivation behind what she's doing and what she's not willing to cut out. So if she's not willing to please Christ by preferring her husband or even listening to the wisdom of godly community around her, why is she not willing to do that? So after you answer those three questions, uh, you'll be able to narrow down what particularly to cut out of your schedule. So in the busyness of life, there are some times when life is just hard and uh, a wife, a mom, all of us, but we're talking about moms here. It's too hard and we need help and we can't go it alone anymore. I mean, there have been seasons in our home when my wife has been taking care of three sick kids and one sick husband, and then she gets sick. And that's that. There are people who are listening to this who are church members. What would you say church members can do to help out exhausted moms? First Thessalonians five fourteen comes to mind where it says, encourage the faint hearted, help the weak and be patient with the mom, <clears throat> with them all, <laughs> with the mom. As a mom, exhaustion <laughs> can make us feel faint hearted. And to be faint-hearted really just means to lack courage. And I could admit that when I am exhausted, I often lack the boldness to do uh, what God's wanting me to do or be the mom God is wanting me to be. And so church members should seek to encourage and seek to be patient in the middle of that. You know, a lot of this makes me think about church on Sunday mornings. Uh, one thing that church members can do is to serve and on Sunday mornings in the child care, but serve as one who's willing to encourage and one who's willing to be patient. Um, You can ask any mom with a young child, and she can tell you that if she's having a hard morning with her kids and the nursery or child care workers, they can make all of the difference. So I've experienced both sides of this, workers who are joyful and kind and patient with me as I am faint-hearted and who are quick to encourage me when things looked difficult or when I forgot things that the kids were going to need. And then on the other side of it, I've experienced workers who uh, weren't as helpful and weren't as encouraging uh, in those in those scenarios. So church members who are willing to serve and serve as one who is going to be encouraging and patient with parents who forget things like I do. So another way to know how to help is to ask the question, what's the hardest part of that mother's day. So for me, the hardest part often is dinner time. I have one baby who is still nursing. I have two kids that eat dinner. I have a husband and all these different people that I'm supposed to feed. Uh, and by dinner time, I am tired. And so it's going to be easier for me to send in that scenario. And that's the hardest part of my day. So for me, it would be for someone to uh, bring dinner over or not even bring dinner over, but come and hang out with my kids or to uh, even with a trustworthy friend who can help me with a bedtime routine. It's so helpful uh, because it's a beautiful picture of the body of Christ for me personally. So I would ask 
ask the mother that you're seeking to help, what's the hardest part of your day and how can we help you through that particular part of your day? Their mom's listening to this right now and they listen to this podcast because they're in a difficult period. Maybe they're exhausted by just, they haven't slept in a long time or they haven't slept well in a long time. Maybe they're facing a sort of spiritual exhaustion where they've gotten enough sleep the last couple of nights, but they just feel tapped out from all the different kinds of things that they're being called upon to do. For that woman who we have listeners all over the world, maybe she's in India, maybe she's in Southern California, maybe she's in Canada or Mexico. What would you say to that mom right now who needs some encouragement because, man, I'm just feeling at the end of my rope? In that same passage in 1 Thessalonians 5, uh, it says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God. And for moms, uh, we can have, Christian moms, we can have a firm hope that we are being made like Christ in the process of motherhood. The actual parenting is a gift uh, because it's helping all of us be more like Christ. And it's one means by which we come to a glorious eternal end in heaven. And so we can rejoice uh, in the midst of our exhaustion because we have a firm hope in that. Pray without ceasing. We can pray while we're changing diapers. We can pray uh, when we're crying ourselves uh, to sleep because we're exhausted. Uh, we can pray while we're doing the dishes. And this is really just remembering that we need God's help. We need to be conscious that God is with us and that he is our helper. And giving thanks in all circumstances, uh, for this is the will of God. We can acknowledge that motherhood is full of exhausting challenges, and that is inevitable. But we can be grateful for them because we know that nothing is outside of the sovereign hand of God. So if God has made me a mother, I can be certain that it is for my good, and I can uh, give thanks in the middle of even my exhaustion. And the Lord will give me help as I pray and as I seek to be to remember to be thankful for the for the children that he's given me and the role that he's given me to help me be more like Christ. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. Our guest this week, Becca Hanna, will actually be speaking at our annual conference in October in Jacksonville, Florida at the First Baptist Church. The theme of the conference is on biblical counseling in the Protestant Reformation, but Becca will actually be giving a breakout session talk at that event on the topic of emotions. If you'd like more information about ACBC or about that event, then I want to invite you to visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.